I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. We're the guys from that film, shoot, and this is our latest review, Cocaine Bear. Directed and produced by Elizabeth Banks, Cocaine Bear is the comedy horror film loosely inspired by the true story of the Cocaine Bear, an American black bear that ingested millions of dollars of lost cocaine in 1985. The movie is in cinemas now, and thanks to Universal Pictures, we were able to attend the Perth preview screening. But if you haven't watched Cocaine Bear yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. Before we get into it, make sure you subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, wherever you can find us, and feel free to leave us a review. And follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Film Street Podcast. So, Jason, what is Cocaine Bear about? A drug runner's plane crash, missing cocaine, and the black bear that ate it. An oddball group of cops, criminals, tourists, and teens converging in a Georgia forest must contend with a 500-pound apex predator that has ingested a staggering amount of cocaine and gone on a coke-fueled rampage for more blow and blood. (laughs) I think we need to start with the true story. You've touched on it a little bit in the opening. The film's plot does differ from real-life events in a number of ways. Notably, the real-life cocaine bear is not known to have killed anyone at all. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot, of, seeing, a lot of creative yeah. license. Yeah, I, I remember seeing like, it was like a pro, uh, promotional bit of material. Elizabeth Banks, the director, you know her from acting roles as well as some directing stuff. Not the best stuff, but that's a whole other thing. Um, and she was talking about the fact that this is based loosely on a true story. And she flat out just says, look, there's the key elements of, of what happened, as in the drugs were there, they found the bear, and this is potentially what could have happened hmm. in a more exciting sort of uh, yeah. way. And that's what we get. This is pure fantasy. And why not? Let's have fun with it. The... um. <laughs> The title of the movie sets the tone, doesn't it? <laughs> it really yeah. it really sets the tone. Apparently, it was intended to be a temporary working title. The producers decided to release it under that name as they couldn't think of anything else. Fortunately, they couldn't think of anything else because it is a great title. What's that film called? What happens? I mean, the hook is there from the get-go, isn't it? When a title... Look, at the end of the day, a title doesn't mean anything except for uh, it's a piece of marketing. But when when the title does tell you what the movie is about and also Next Level gives you the sense of the type of movie you're getting, like obviously this is going to be something silly. It, it works. It's perfect. It's descriptive and it gives you the sense of the film. Whether the movie delivers on on the title and the promise of, of what it suggests, another story. You know, Should we ask that question? <laughs> well, as you've already pointed out, we were invited to a screening. So it was a packed screening. And this is a comedy. It's kind of hard because normally, like if we don't watch films together, we do these reviews. We don't like to show our hand until we mm. do the review, or sometimes until the very end. So we don't quite know what the other person thinks, but we were together Watching a comedy, we could hear each other laugh. Like it was 
a genuinely funny film. So we couldn't really hide that from each other. So we kind of walked away knowing, well, we clearly liked it enough, but obviously we'll get into it with our with our rating. But my concern going into it, though, I'd seen the trailer for this film so many times. That first time, it was really funny. Still funny the second, third. I've lost track how many times I saw the trailer. <laughs> and that's like going to see other movies. Like This trailer was getting shown a lot. And my worry is that the funny parts we'd seen in the trailer. Yeah, and they've shown the best bits. They've shown the best bits. It's always a, it's Which always can a be a detriment. But what I found, though, in context, the gags are even funnier. And even things that we'd seen in the trailer, watching it on the big screen as part of the movie with the audience, yeah, the film wasn't ruined at all. Like, it was generally funnier, like funnier than what we'd seen in the trailers. Absolutely. I mean, if you ask the question, is this movie funny? Yes. But the grain of salt there that you've got to take is, again, you mentioned we watched it in a in a packed screening session you know there's people around us you know when it comes to comedies when you're in that environment you've got people around you laughing you know you, you do get caught up in in the atmosphere and the energy in the room you know if we were to put this movie on by ourselves in a you know, in your in your own lounge room you know will stuff land you know you'd probably be chuckling along i can't say whether or not this would be laugh out loud as funny as it was in the moment, watching it, sitting next to you, sitting amongst, you know, people in the media, competition winners, all that kind of stuff, just audience members having a communal, like, experience. I yeah, mean, but as I said, though. A section of comedy. But I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've been laughing since I saw that trailer by myself. And another trailer, another trailer I saw by myself was Stray Dogs. Well, actually, no, I watched it with my wife, <laughs> but, but still, <laughs> the trailer for Stray Dogs, and they played it before Cocaine yeah. Bear, and that played really well in the cinema as well. Anyway, let's stop talking about the actual experience we had, and let's talk about the movie. <laughs> Director Elizabeth Banks, as you've said, she has directed films before. I've recently, you know, I've just started watching the Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect? Yeah, yeah. And now yeah. that you enjoy musical things. There we go. That's what they're called, aren't they? Yeah. It's like you've evolved. Pitch Perfect. I've like evolved. <laughs> and the, the first the movie, one, fantastic. It is, it is. But the second one yeah, is the fun. directorial debut of Elizabeth Banks, mm. and obviously this being her most recent film. But then other films that she's directed in between. I think she might have done the third movie as well, Pitch Perfect Three. I think she came back. Yeah, and that's and that got kind of goofy. She did, she did that Charlie's Angels. That was that a great. No, it wasn't, was it? It just it yeah, it was trying to be something, and it just didn't. It didn't work. But anyway, here she is with this movie. I'm, I'm generally surprised we didn't see her pop up at any point. I thought maybe we would have seen her. But we do get a very stacked cast. I mean, we've got Kerry Russell, O'Shea Jackson Jr., who is the spitting image of his dad, Ice Cube. It's <laughs> like there's times, especially when he's, when he's shouting and he's getting a close-up. Wow, does he... Look like his dad. A big surprise for me in this was Alden Einrich, who you would know as Han Solo from the Solo yeah. movie. And I've not really seen much of him since then. I mean, before Solo, he did that Coen Brothers film, Hail Caesar. And it's like, right, there's a bit of buzz around this guy. And then after Solo, like, I've not really seen him, to be honest. And we get to see a lot more of him in this than I thought we would. 
And he's really good in this. Like, obviously, he's going through some things, the loss of his wife, and he's playing the son of who's the Ray Liotta character. He's uh, the son Sid. of Sid. That's right. So there's that whole relationship and Sid's got his kid. Yes, I really liked him in this. Is like, oh, right. Because I think he just got a bit bogged down by what happened with Solo. But it's good to see him back. And I'll admit, a different like, type of character here. Yeah, I'll admit watching it, like, I didn't recognise it. Dead set, not until prepping the show. And I was like, oh, that's Solo. Like, that's it. Just watch this movie. I was just like, oh, this is a guy. Like, you know, I'm like, hey, there's a familiarity about him, but I couldn't pick who he was. What a, you know, but no, um, yeah, you're, you're right. Like, he's he's probably one of the more interesting characters because there is a bit of a factory there, and he's connected to, I guess, like let's call him like the boss villain of the film. Now, Ray Liotta, um, worth noting, his final uh, his final performance. Um, at least that's what I'm aware of. And the film also has a dedication to him. As you might know, he, he passed away last year in 2022. So great to sort of see him just to have like have one last hurrah. And I'm glad to, I'm happy to say it's a fun, you know, pretty entertaining performance that he's doing. You know, like he pulls off that, that villain type role where you just like, you love to hate him just a bit. Yeah, yeah, and he, well, and he's playing a part that he's he's played similar parts quite a few times over the years. But yeah. it's I don't know, it's good that he's well. It's not obviously it's unfortunate with his passing, but his this being his last performance, it's a good film. Going out on a high, and that's going out on a high. That's it. No so I just say, yeah, the film's dedicated to him. Yeah, it was really like his passing. So he, so this being his final role. He died a week after he came to re-record his lines in post-production. So, so close to this film being finished, that's when that's when he passed. But, yeah, it's, it's a great Liotta performance. Like he plays that part very well. You know, I want to shout out Margot Martindale as Ranger, Ranger Liz. Wow. What did we see her in recently? She, she was in Megan, wasn't she? She was the neighbour in that. With a oh, dog, right. I'm pretty sure she well, was. Like you said, this movie is stacked with faces, and uh, like whether whether you you identify them straight away, but there's definitely a familiarity about a lot of the people in this movie. I just struggled to pick them. Like I, I'm just like I, I don't know where you're from, but I've seen you before and I like it. And, and that's it. She's she's the bloody neighbor from Megan. You know that's what? Right? On that, I watched every single season so all episodes of modern family i'd seen the trailer for this film and then as i'm actually watching i'm like holy crap it's mitch pritchard i completely missed the fact that jesse tyler ferguson as peter was mitch from modern family i missed it until i'm watching the movie he's looking physically a little bit different you know like he's got the beard I, mean, I he's suppose he's beard. doing, but he's doing a voice though, he's isn't he? A little bit older, yeah. yeah. And he's putting on a voice, and he's decked out as well. Like he's wearing a hat. I'm pretty sure. If not, I'm just making that up. I'm pretty sure he's he's almost in a disguise. Like he's not, nah, but he's there. Um, I did notice. I did pick him. He's probably one of the only besides Kerry Russell. I was like, okay, I know you. <laughs> I know you. Modern Family, awesome. Um, and look, I gotta say, like a lot of these, a lot of these, um, these characters. That I mean, there's an assortment. I mean, we've got like. We've got Kerry Russell, like, you know, 
playing the mom with like her missing daughter and the daughters with this kid and again the kids are both quite entertaining especially when they're like have you done drugs like yeah i've done coke before all right do it then and then they're, they're like snorting the off of eating it they don't know what they're doing with it it's it, it's crazy so they're entertaining but then you've got these other characters just sort of pop up and i've got to say it's almost disappointing that we don't get to spend a lot more time with some of them they're in they face the bear they're gone they had a shining moment it was fun it was entertaining their deaths were great but again, well, that's what's key though isn't it that's what yes, this movie yes, is it's like yes. you get to learn enough about somebody whether you like them or you get enough of an attachment and then that's it there's going to be severed limbs you know it's going to be, you know it's pretty it's pretty gory which you know gels well with again the what the movie's yeah. actually about but here's this person and this and this is how they're going to die and you know what you mentioned we're not planning he's gone he's gone legs he's (laughs) just a leg he's just a leg (laughs) but they're not saying hey if you enjoy this just wait till you get a load of cocaine bear too they're like this is the movie this this is the film you're going to (laughs) watch these are the characters don't get too attached they're not just going to die they're going to die horribly I don't know. I mean, the, the movie, you know, like there's there's a few hints at potentially cocaine dog, cocaine sheep. I don't know. Cocaine they, sheep, yeah. Cocaine Not sheep as linger on a... intimidating as as a bear. Yeah, because that's actually the. Um, have you seen that? Have you seen that New Zealand film, Black Sheep? Black Sheep. I haven't. I, yeah, no, Black I haven't. I've, be, I've been tempted a couple of times. I think I scrolled past I mean, it a month or so ago. It was on um, SBS on demand, but no, I've not. I mean, that no would of it. Be, that would be, that would be cocaine sheep. That would. I mean, that's that's the movie. It's been done. <laughs> what was the name of the teenager that ends ends up hanging around for a little bit? He gets away at the end with the cocaine, puts it in the back of the sheep, and then is that Henry? Uh, no, Henry's the boy. Henry's the little boy. Oh, of course um, he is. I wanted. Uh, it's. I don't know. It must be ponytail vest. Stash. I don't know. There's a few characters on here, and I'm doing terribly with the names. There is a lot of characters. All right, there's um, there's Bob. He's he's the cop that ends up on the roof, played by Isaiah Whitlock Jr. He's a guy that I've seen pop up in many many places, and I mean it's I mean the gag with him like he wanted company, and he wanted a dog. He wanted a man's dog, and he got a cute little dog, and that's his whole that's his whole thing, and has the attachment to the dog. Aaron Holiday, that's who. I was talking about he's the kid that gets away at the end and for a while he's teaming up with david who's jackson jr and eddie heinrich's character look at least you're organized you know what's going on that's well i literally <laughs> had to look it up because yes so he's stash and the other guy is vest and then ponytail he was the bigger of the three that get beat up in the bathroom so as much as this movie, like, you know, the scenes with the bear and people getting, you know, decapitated, limbs ripped off, eat to death, all that kind of stuff, all fun. Like, there are scenes with no bear, such as the bathroom scene involving these these teenagers getting the shit beaten out of them. Just just a fantastic, fun little little watch. It's like, I mean, I'm not saying, it's not like Mission Impossible style with, like, Henry Cavill, you know, like, reloading his like 
you know, wrists or anything, but you know, arms. He reloads his arms. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's not on par, but it's cool. No, like, it's for, this, for this it's movie, not. very entertaining. Um, and that's it. I mean, the movie is about a bear. But as you've said, there's times where, I mean, the bear can't always be on screen. When you're spending time with these other characters, but your attention doesn't wane. Like interesting characters. And then it's like, okay, so how are they going to meet their end? Because most characters do. Um, but it's a, it's a fun movie. So it's kind of like, you know, the, it's not quite like Jaws, but a little bit how, you know, they keep the shark hidden for a while in Jaws and then you get the mm. payoff. Whereas you see the bear a lot more than you see the shark in Jaws, but still it's that same effect where you, you've got these characters, but you can see before they can see what's about to happen. So there's a lot of fun to be had with that. Yeah, like the less is more kind of thing. And look, this isn't this isn't like a high end, big blockbuster, expensive movie. Like this is essentially quite a quite a cheap and like not in a derogative way, but quite a cheap film. The effects of the bear aren't you know aren't half bad for I guess what it is. I mean, you don't see the bear constantly, and I guess that you know that would be a part of the budget. But look, if I would say probably 90% of this budget was probably on the effects of the bear. And I'm, I'm, that's not hyperbole. I'm like legit serious. Majority of the budget would have been just making that bear look as good as it is. Um, I didn't look into like whether there was, you know, practical bear. I'm sure there would have been a, a bit of a blend. But no, I think they pulled it off. Like, I mean, probably rewatching it again, I might notice. And that looks pretty crummy. That looks pretty shit there. But like, it's it's fun. Um, and you know there are some cool little action pieces in this. The whole ambulance chasing scene. Like, <laughs> yeah. I know there's been this. You know this. You, you would have seen in the trailer the snippets of the bear chasing the ambulance, but the full scene I think is worth the price of admission. Not that we paid, but if we did, if I was to go back and pay, it would be just to watch that bloody scene again. Um, just everything that's happened from from the get-go, from the bear chasing the ambulance to the ambulance not making it to where it needs to be, the bodies coming out of the vehicle and in all directions. Oh, it's, it's great. Ranger Liz, Shocking. she's on the on the bed in the back of the ambulance. She falls face down and her face is grating across the road. Ouch. And she's, and she's still on the bed. She's still on yep. the bed. <laughs> she's, she's still in. on the bed. She's strapped in. Oh, like it's... Yeah, the the female paramedic is is through the the windscreen. Can't remember what happens to the the other guy, but he's no more. Oh, well, the other guy, EMT Tom. I'm not quite sure the, the pronunciation of his name. Scott, I think it's Scott Zeiss. He's a comedian. I first saw him. Um, he was doing videos. Um, I don't know if he used to work at IKEA or the gag was that he was impersonating at IKEA. Yeah, uh, he has those YouTube member. videos. Yeah, and yeah. they and they're very funny. Like they are very very funny. I'd seen them for a while, and then watching the movie, I'm like, oh, it's that guy. And then what he was doing for those YouTube video or IKEA videos, he'd done one, and I sent it to you about Cocaine Bear, like just saying what you need to know before watching this movie. Mm. There's a bear, cocaine. That's it. Like you don't need to know <laughs> anything more than that. There's but no, yeah, yeah. There's no thirty movies that you need to watch. There's no shared continuity. No multiverse. It's great. It's fantastic. Yeah, that's it. But um, 
Yeah. Okay. So if you're going to rate this movie out of five. I, I just, I need to make sure I don't get carried away because walking out of this movie, look, it's everything you, you pretty much want. I think from what they're advertising to what you get is the same thing. It's fun. It's funny. It's gory. It's silly. It's goofy. It's just a good time. And on those, on that, on those regards, I would say this is a five out of five movie. Like it's exactly what it is. Um, I'm not a crazy person, so I'm not going to do that. But you know, I'm going to be, I am going to be a little bit silly and just give this a big fat four out of five. Like this is just a fun, engaging movie. Again, it's one of those things I could watch it again at home with the wife or whatever, or just by myself because I'm weird. Um, and I might be like, ah, look, it, it's not landing the same. So be it. From my experience, um, yeah, a big, happy, grizzly four out of five. Watching movies by yourself is absolutely fine. Yeah. <laughs> I know that was just a throwaway comment there, but I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> I love Don't watching movies by I'm myself. Just rambling, make my, make my rating last a little bit longer. That's all I'm doing. That's okay. Um, four out of five. Anyway, moving on. No, I've got a bit more to say. I'm, yeah, four out of five. I Was that your rating? Yes, yeah. I've done it. I've done my rating. Yeah. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I absolutely will be watching it again. Looking forward to watching it again. It's just, it's so much fun, and there's things happening so quick. You've got the gore, the comedy. Um, yeah, it really is is a good time, and it is getting good word of mouth. And you mentioned, like, without knowing exactly what the budget of this movie was, it's definitely one that's going to benefit from good word of mouth. And everybody I know that's seen it has got nothing but good things to say about it. And yeah, Elizabeth Banks, like this for me, came out of nowhere to be a film directed by her. So I'm very curious to see what she does next. I mean, Pitch Perfect 4, I've not done three yet. So I don't know if that would get my attention. It is. It is the worst one out of the trilogy, I'm just saying. Okay, got that to look forward to though. But yeah, there is... <laughs> Yeah, this was a, I mean, I don't know. I didn't know what to expect. You know, a movie, Cocaine Bear, directed by Elizabeth Banks. But I think the last thing I would have watched of hers would have been Charlie's Angels. So there now, you go. Look, look, whether it's a credit to her, but the humour is just on point. You know, like from the opening the opening scene with like the, you know, the facts on the screen and then it's just, it gives the, a reference there being Wikipedia. It's just that's the type of humor. And, and from the get-go, you're just like, oh, this is the movie. We're not going to take right, this yeah. so seriously. It's great. It's yeah, it's really hits the nail. Well, that's it for our review of Cocaine Bear. If you haven't already, check out our other shows, Rewind and Review and Sounds Like Comics. Each of those shows have their own Facebook pages. If you missed it, be sure to check out our recent reviews of Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania and Knock at the Cabin and stay tuned for our upcoming review of Legion of Superheroes. You've been listening to Luke. And you've been listening to Jason. We're the guys from that film, Stu. See you soon. Bye.